Next on PIJN News, Dr. Chaps reports on these important issues. Muslims praise a dead terrorist who held Texas Jews hostage. Afghanistan is now worse than North Korea for killing Christians. And a Christian flag is banned by the city of Boston. Will the Supreme Court restore it? Former Navy Chaplain Gordon James Klingenschmidt took a stand to defend religious freedom by daring to pray publicly in Jesus' name. Now he helps you by reporting the news, discerning the spirits, and praying the scriptures. Would you pray with us? Here's Dr. Chaps. God bless you in Jesus' name. My name is Chaplain Gordon James Klingenschmidt, Dr. Chaps, and you're watching PIJN News. On this show, we like to do three things. We report the news, we discern the spirits, and we pray the scriptures in Jesus' name. Are you ready to pray the news with us? Here's our first story. Muslims are taking turns either praising or some are finally condemning a dead Muslim terrorist who held Texas Jewish synagogue members hostage. Breitbart reports, the brother of Malik Faisal Akram, you know that terrorist who was shot and killed after an 11 hour standoff in the Texas Jewish synagogue. He happens to be from the UK, but his brother is now admitting that the shooter or the hostage taker had a previous criminal record. Gulbar Akram, the brother of the dead terrorist, Malik Faisal Akram, you know that guy who took four hostages at the Congregation Beth Israel Synagogue in Coleyville, Texas, a week ago Saturday. Now his brother has just revealed that the dead terrorist had a criminal record. He says this in comments he made to United Kingdom media in Britain, raising questions about how the terrorist was even allowed into the United States in the first place. According to Izamam Rashid, North of England correspondent for Sky News, the brother, Gulbar Akram, said about the terrorist, quote, he's known to police, he's got a criminal record. How was he allowed to get a visa and acquire a gun? End quote. Well, of course, the Biden administration is blaming this on gun violence, right? Oh, he got a gun. Uh, when actually he broke all known laws in order to obtain them. And he actually was inspired by Islam. That was his religious framework from which he wanted to kill Jews. It was a religious hostage taking and not a gun problem. The brother had also claimed that the terrorists suffered from mental health issues. But again, sometimes people are just evil even if they're mentally genius, right? Akram was shot dead after an 11 hour standoff following the release of four Jewish hostages that had been taken in the Texas synagogue. During the hostage situation, he was heard to be calling for the release of his Al Qaeda buddies, specifically one Al Qaeda terrorist, Aifa Siddiqui, a Pakistani national who was convicted and is in jail for attempting to kill American military officers in Afghanistan. So the Texas terrorist was calling for the release of Afghanistan terrorists. And 
the Muslim community had opinions about all this, right? There are now deleted Facebook posts from the UK from the terrorists own Muslim community. In fact, there's a Facebook group called the Blackburn Muslim Community in the United Kingdom in Britain, which has actually issued posts that are now deleted praising the dead terrorist as a martyr for the Islamic faith. Here's a quote from what they said. The Muslims praising the dead terrorist said, quote, may the Almighty forgive all of his sins and bless him with the highest ranks of paradise. May Allah give strength and patience to his loved ones in dealing with their loss, end quote. So there it is, they want this guy to go to heaven and paradise and be forgiven of his sins after killing or threatening to kill, actually he was killed after he failed to kill his own hostages. The Muslim group in the UK later deleted the post and they apologized. Uh, there was a follow-up post issued the next day, which said the following, quote, Muslims apologizing, they say, quote, we posted about the death of a local individual yesterday and utilized a standard template with generic wording that is used in all of our death announcements. After learning about the full circumstances surrounding his death, the post was removed, end quote. So they retracted their praise of the martyr who died for Allah while trying to kill Jews. This guy's, our thanks to Breitbart for that report, this guy's no martyr. This guy's no hero, he's not going to paradise, he's going to hell. And for, for the Muslim religion to say, in fact, they teach this repeatedly throughout Islam. There are quotes in the Quran, repeated quotes in the Quran, where Al, uh, Muhammad himself praises Allah and then calls for acts of violence against Christians and Jews. And discerning the spirits behind, obviously this, this dead terrorist is, is demonically inspired, but what about inside of Muhammad himself? Why is he teaching his followers to commit acts of violence against Jews? Why does the Quran teach followers to commit acts of violence against Jews? Maybe they should be looking not at the dead terrorist, at the founder of their religion. Here's what the Bible says in Galatians 1, but even if we or an angel from heaven preach any other gospel to you than what we have preached to you, let him be accursed. That's what the Bible says. You know, Muhammad claimed to listen to the angel Gabriel, but it was a false angel, it was a demon. And if they, um, if, if we follow what the Bible says, we're not going to listen to false gospels. Let's pray. Father in heaven, we pray for the true gospel to prevail, which is the gospel of Jesus Christ, who gave himself on the cross as a true martyr, sacrificing voluntarily his own life, not to kill others, but to redeem and forgive others. We pray the mercy of Christ's example would be revealed even to our Muslim brothers and sisters whom we love. And we pray God's blessing upon them and the revelation would come to their eyes that Jesus is the Messiah and he forgives their sins. If only they will repent of their violence in Jesus' name, amen. Let's take a short break. When we come back, Afghanistan is now killing more Christians than North Korea. Giving you a megaphone in Washington, D.C. Dr. Chaps will be right back. Do you ever pray and sometimes you feel like your prayers are hitting the ceiling and they don't get to God or maybe you don't get the result that you hoped for? 
I'm Dr. Chaps, and I want to make available to you a new resource, a four-part video Bible teaching series on how to pray effective prayers. Did you know God has given us instructions in the Bible? For example, in 1 Timothy 2, there are four different Greek words for four different kinds of prayers, supplication, petition, intercession, and thanksgiving. If you don't understand the way God teaches us to pray, then we cannot expect the result for which we hope. I'm asking you to get this important Bible video teaching series on DVD for a suggested donation of only $30. Call us right now at 866-Obey-God. Again, that's 866-O-B-E-Y-G-O-D. Or visit our website, PrayInJesusName.org and get this important video resource for your family. Call us right now. Today we are remembering to pray for and commemorate our 45th president, Donald J. Trump, who was, in our generation, perhaps the most pro-life, pro-family, pro-Israel, and pro-America president of our time. To remember him and honor him, we've issued these brand new golden commemorative coins. They have Donald Trump right in the cover and it says, in God we trust, to remind you to pray for our 45th president. For a suggested donation of $45 to our ministry, we'll remember and send you this 45th president coin. And not just that, we're gonna throw in a copy of my book, How to Liberate the World with the Christian Activist DVD. So you get all three. You have a coin to remember to pray and then to learn how to be an effective Christian activist. You get the book and the DVD and then to show the world your Christian faith, we're gonna add this window decal. It says, I pray for religious freedom. So you can remember to pray, learn, and show the world that you stand with us at Pray In Jesus Name. Please donate today when you visit our website, PrayInJesusName.org. Again, that's PrayInJesusName.org. Click on the bookstore button at the top and you see all four items for a suggested donation of $45. Or call us right now at 866-Obey-God Get yours today. Defending your religious freedom, here is Dr. Chaps. Welcome back, I'm Dr. Chaps. Our next story comes from Christian Post, who says a new report lists Afghanistan as among the top persecutors of Christians in the world, even higher than the number one ranking North Korea, who's now number two, Afghanistan has taken over as number one persecutor of Christians. For the first time in over 20 years, North Korea is not listed as the worst country in the world when it comes to Christian persecution. On watchdog Open Doors USA and their influential World Watch list. This is the 2022 version, released at a virtual press conference last week, Wednesday morning, and now Afghanistan is ranked number one. They have replaced North Korea as, quote, the most dangerous place on the planet to be a Christian. End quote. Open Door CEO David Curry said that his organization, which monitors persecution in over 60 countries, takes into account, quote, on the ground expert consensus about what is happening around the world to Christians who are targeted simply for their faith, end quote. The World Watch list by Open Doors measures the following factors, quote, pressure, intolerance, and violence against Christian faith worldwide, end quote. Their spokesman, Curry, said the following, quote, the 2022 World Watch List 
reveals the most seismic changes in the history of our research. For the first time ever on the planet to be a Christian, coming in at number one in the world watch list, Afghanistan has supplanted North Korea, which is now number two, for the first time in 20 years. North Korea has not gotten better, Afghanistan has gotten worse, end quote. The new ranking comes months after the Taliban Islamic radical insurgency has retaken control of the Afghanistan government. They took control of the Central Asian country after the United States withdrew its military presence there. And that is the report from the Christian Post. Our thanks to the Christian Post for that story. Uh, let's take a moment again. The the discerning of the demonic inside of terrorists, right? And, and you can decide who to blame if you want. Maybe maybe Trump had a policy of withdrawing from Afghanistan even before Biden screwed it up and, and actually withdrew from Afghanistan. Uh, the withdrawal is not the, not the problem. The problem is what does Islam look like when it is left unchecked? When there is no democratic force a backbone structure like they have in Egypt, right? To, to get rid of the Muslim Brotherhood. What happens when the Muslim Brotherhood or Al Qaeda or the Taliban, when any of these organizations, they are able to implement full Islam as the government, what happens then? They kill the Christians. It happened with the Coptic Christians in Egypt. It's happened in, in Mosul, in uh, Northern Iraq. Uh, Southern Turkey, Turkey is a NATO ally. They are persecuting Christians, why? Because Islam is coming to the forefront. And now you see it in Afghanistan. The Taliban comes to power, what's the first thing they're gonna do? Go and seize everybody's cell phones. And if the Christians have a Bible app on their cell phone, bam, they're shot in the street. This is the demonic spirit of totalitarianism and Islam is a totalitarian political system. It's not a religion in these cases. It is their national policy. And that's why we discern anathema upon governments like that. The Bible says this in Revelation 20, it's not unexpected, might even be predicted. The Bible says, John saw thrones and, he, and here he is in heaven, having a heavenly visions, people sitting on the thrones and judgment was committed to them. The people on the thrones are judging. And I saw the souls of those who had been beheaded for their witness to Jesus and for the word of God, who had not worshiped the beast, the antichrist or his image, had not received the mark on their foreheads or on their hands, and they lived and reigned with Christ for a thousand years. Isn't that amazing how the Bible describes the martyrs, the Christians who are beheaded for their faith, they're the ones sitting on the thrones and judging others. They will be vindicated in the end, let's pray. Father in heaven, we pray against the demonic spirit of persecution which is coming out of the totalitarian extremists in Afghanistan, especially the Taliban against Christians in their own society. Father, we pray they will be protected, the Christians will be vindicated, and that the Taliban will be defeated spiritually at first and politically in the long run. We pray this in Jesus' name, amen. Let's take another short break. When we come back, a Christian flag is banned by the city of Boston, but will the Supreme Court restore it? 
Dr. Chaps will be right back with more PIJN News. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, CEO of MyPillow. Cancel culture has not only affected myself and MyPillow, but also millions of you out there. My employees and I want to personally thank each and every one of you for all your support. At MyPillow, we have hundreds of products now, including my new slippers, bathrobes, sleepwear, and my new beds. We are offering the best products ever for the best prices ever. For example, we have the standard size MyPillows, regularly $69.98, now only $19.98 with your promo code. Or you can get custom fit with my premium queen size MyPillows, regularly $79.98, now just $29.98. Or my king size, regularly $89.98, now just $34.98. So go to MyPillow.com now and use the promo code on your screen or call the 1-800 number below to receive these exclusive offers. Thank you and God bless. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell and I'm here to tell you about my brand new product, My Slippers. What makes my slippers different from those other slippers is my exclusive four-layer design. The first layer is my pillow's patented foam, which will help prevent fatigue and offer you incredible support. My second layer is a memory foam that will give you amazing comfort. And layer three is my patented impact gel that'll help reduce stress on your feet. And layer four is a durable outdoor indoor sole so you can wear my slippers anywhere, anytime. Go online or call right now to order your very own pair of the new My Slippers. Use the promo code on your screen and save an incredible 40% off your My Slippers order. You can enjoy My Slippers anytime, anywhere. What I love most about My Slippers is that I can wear them all day long and not have to change shoes. I personally guarantee the first time you put them on, they'll be the most comfortable slippers you'll ever own. Empowering you, the grassroots activist. Here is Dr. Chaps. Welcome back, I'm Dr. Chaps. Our last story comes from Liberty Council. It reports that the Supreme Court of the United States has now heard oral arguments in the case of a Christian flag being banned by the city of Boston. Well, they allowed LGBTQ flags, they allowed all kinds of antichrist flags, but when a Christian flag was offered to be flown, they said, no, no, you can't do that because that's Christian. Not so fast, says Matt Staver of Liberty Council, who presented oral arguments to the United States Supreme Court in the case of Shirtleff versus City of Boston, arguing that the City of Boston violated the Constitution by censoring a private flag in a public forum. Censorship is illegal when Boston had advertised that all applicants were welcome to, to fly their flags. Nope. They were denied because it was a Christian flag on the application. The, the flag itself doesn't even say the word Christian, but the, the paperwork did, so they rejected it out of hand. Uh, Liberty Council represents Boston resident Hal Shirtleff and his Christian civic organization called Camp Constitution. Hal Shirtleff and his Camp Constitution first asked the city of Boston in 2017 for a permit to raise the Christian flag on the Boston City Hall flagpole. Why? Because they wanted to commemorate Constitution Day and Citizenship Day. They weren't even having a worship service. It wasn't even overtly Christian. The point was the Constitution allows freedom of religion. We're gonna raise the Christian flag. Constitution Day, Citizenship Day, which was September 17th, and the civic and cultural contributions of the Christian community to the city of Boston 
and the Commonwealth of Massachusetts were to be honored, including the principles of religious tolerance, the rule of law, and the Constitution itself. Did you know there are three flagpoles outside of City Hall in Boston, and they fly the US flag, the Massachusetts flag, and the City of Boston flag? Plus there's a fourth flagpole on Congress Street, which runs parallel to City Hall, and for 12 years, from 2005 to 2017, Boston approved 284 different flag roll raisings. By all private organizations, they were all given blanket approval with no denials on anybody who wanted to raise their own version of their own flag, because that flagpole, the fourth one, was designated as a public forum. Had the flag referred, in this case, the, the first one to be denied was because it was a Christian flag, but had it referred to anything else but Christian, the city would have approved it. In fact, the flag itself was not the problem. It was simply on the paperwork description of the word Christian in the application. That was the problem, that's why it was denied. The city officials admit this. One year before Camp Constitution's application in 2017, Boston had approved 39 private flag raising events. They were on a roll, averaging three events per month where people could go and raise their own flag. For example, in 2018, Boston then, after denying the Christians, went ahead and approved 50 more private flag fundraising events, averaging not just one, three a month, but one every week. One included a flag of a private credit union. They have a flag, Christians can't have a flag. Boston now argues, the city of Boston defending their case at the Supreme Court, that despite the policy of long-standing practice, a private, Flag raisings are actually government speech. And because the city of Boston is the speaker, they can't talk about Jesus. Not so fast, the city of Boston is not the speaker in any of these cases, but Justice Clarence Thomas pointed that out. He said, well, if Christians are not part of diversity that the city purports to support, Clarence Thomas said, quote, that's limited diversity. End quote. In other words, it's not diverse at all, it's exclusionary. Another Supreme Court Justice, Amy Coney Barrett, asked the city attorney the following question, quote, isn't celebrating Constitution Day considered an event? End quote. And if it's an event and it's a public forum, then the conclusion maybe in Justice Barrett's mind is, it's gotta be open for private speech and not government speech which is also not a real thing, right? The government can speak about Jesus too, but we'll get to that later. Justice Brett Kavanaugh acknowledged that this seems to be an establishment clause is not really the issue. Boston is not establishing Christianity as, as the preferred religion because there has not been an equal treatment of religious groups or religious speech compared to non-religious speech. The establishment here is by the city of Boston to establish atheism or secularism as the preferred religion and to exclude Christian voices. Neil Gorsuch, another Supreme Court justice, noted the city cast religion by the same category of speech deemed offensive by censoring the religious viewpoint. 
Christians, just mentioning the word Christian, that's offensive. And therefore Boston ought to censor that. Obviously Gorsuch disagrees and he's gonna rule in our favor. That's the news, our thanks to Liberty Council for that report. Here's what the Bible says about raising Christian flags, right? I think it's hinted in Isaiah 59, 19. When the enemy comes in like a flood, the spirit of the Lord will raise up a standard against him. I discern the spirit of God upon Brent Sherliff, who uh, is raising the Christian flag as a standard against the devil and all of his works. Thank you, I'm sorry, Hal Shirtliff, you are a man of God and we discern the spirit of God upon you. Let's take a short break and I'll have a word to conclude the show. This is PIJN News, defending your religious freedom. Dr. Chaps will be right back. Take action today. Dr. Chaps needs you to sign an important online petition. Today I wanna invite you to sign an important petition to Congress to protect military chaplains especially their right to pray publicly in Jesus' name. If you remember my story, you know that I was vindicated by Congress in 2006 after I took a principled stand for the right to pray in Jesus' name. I even demanded my own misdemeanor court-martial, and finally Congress agreed with me and reversed the bad Navy policy. But Congress never did pass a positive law to let chaplains pray according to their conscience. Let's take action today for religious freedom. Would you sign that petition with me? Visit PrayInJesusName.org. Again, that's PrayInJesusName.org. Please visit PrayInJesusName.org and sign today's petition right now. Again, visit PrayInJesusName.org to sign our petition right now. Do you ever wonder how to discern your own thoughts from the thoughts that come to you from the Holy Spirit or angels or invisible demons? I'm Dr. Chaps, and you've seen us talk about the gift of discerning of spirits. In fact, I wrote my PhD dissertation, How to See the Holy Spirit, Angels and Demons. But now, we have an exciting 17-part video Bible study on a four-disc DVD set that you can get for your small group or your church. If you just visit PrayInJesusName.org and offer a suggested donation of $99, or call us toll free at 866-Obey-God. Get this 17 part video series and for a limited time only, we'll throw in the book for free. Visit PrayInJesusName.org. Get this important Bible study series for you and your church or call us at 866-Obey-God right now. Thank you for watching and please donate so we can bring you these stories. When you visit PrayInJesusName.org, click on the donate button and give today. The Bible says in Proverbs 22, the generous will themselves be blessed for they share their food with the poor. God will bless you as you share. If you need prayer today, call us at 866-Obey-God. We'll see you next time. Maybe you've enjoyed our program and you're wondering, how can we support Dr. Chaps with our tithes and offerings? We've made it so easy right now. You don't even need to go to the website. Just use your smartphone and text the word donate to 720-573-0305. You don't even have to get out of your chair. Just pick up your smartphone right now and text the word donate to 720-573-0305 and you will help us bring you these programs. God bless you in Jesus' name. 
Dr. Chaps needs your financial support to stay on the air. Would you please send your best financial donation today? Please visit PrayInJesusName.org to donate online. Or you can mail a check to Pray in Jesus Name Ministries, Post Office Box 77077, Colorado Springs, Colorado 80970. You can also call us toll-free right now, 866-Obey-God. That's 866-O-B-E-Y-G-O-D. Please sign up for our free emails at PrayInJesusName.org. Again, that's PrayInJesusName.org. 